This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Hope you had a good weekend. I hope you had as good a weekend as Topher Grace had. <laughs> he is the... He, he's the darling of the That 70s Show cast, him and Laura Preppen. The, oh, yeah. The two cast members who didn't write letters, uh, character witness letters for uh, Danny Masterson's sentencing. Yeah. Danny is the guy who played Hyde on That 70s Show. He was convicted last week, uh, two counts of rape. He's going to be in prison until he's in his 70s. Mm-hmm. And Mila Kunis, along with her husband Ashton Kutcher, did write letters that leaked online, and people were not happy about it. How could you do this? How could you defend this guy? Uh, the letters were kind of weird, too. I, I didn't end up reading them. What was weird about it? There's a lot to get into, but yeah. just the, the reasoning they gave for why uh, the judge should be lenient. Yeah, You know, it's like, okay, like he would seem like a nice guy to you. It's a tough position to be in, I get it. If someone you know, one of your good friends is accused of doing something horrific, yeah, and they ask you for help, do you help them? Ashton and Mila put out a video apologizing and commenting on the backlash they received. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us, to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. Hmm. I, I understand tr- feeling obligated if you are close with the family and they ask you desperately for a favor. But I think you could always say, I'm in the public light. Like, you know, I was close with Danny, but I can't. Even like, you know, there's yeah. even, how obligated are you to write this letter, even if you well, are close with the family? Jim, I'll give you an out right now. If I'm ever uh, convicted of a terrible crime. Yeah, yeah. I have no expectation for you to write a character letter for me. But you weren't getting one one way or the other. <laughs> Talking about uh, the backlash that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis from that 70s show were facing after they wrote a character letter for Danny Masterson, who was sentenced to 30 years in prison, found guilty on two counts of rape last week. Uh, a story that Ashton told on the Rosie O'Donnell talk show back in the day, Jim. Mm-hmm. And things got uncomfortable fast. Yeah, because Mila Kunis was there as well. It was like a tandem interview, and they start talking about what it was like to kiss each other when Ashton was 19 and Mila was 14 playing his Jackie girlfriend. and Kelso. Of course, classic TV couple. But Mila uh, was really young. She had lied about her age to get that role. Hmm. She was only 14 years old at the time. Yeah. And during uh, their kissing, you know, when, when they have to do this thing, Danny Masterson got his little fingers in there. So here's the interview. You know what's funny is when she was she was 14 when we started the show, I was like 19, right? Right. And they're like, okay, you guys are going to be making out in this scene. And I'm like thinking like, wait, I this is like slightly illegal, I was going to say, that's right? probably your first kiss ever, right? It was my first kiss. 
Why don't you tell them what bet you made with Danny about our first kiss? No, it wasn't the first kiss. This no, is like the second ahead. or third kiss. It was the first. It was like the first week. No, it was not the first week. Whatever. Let me tell you what All happened. Right, what no, let no, me tell no, you. What no, no. Okay, yeah. so I've never kissed yeah. a guy. So okay. I was, I was so. I mean, you know, Ash was attractive, and yeah. I was a 14-year-old little girl, and I was extremely scared for my life. Sure. And then, he, he was very nice about it. He was like, "Oh, don't worry." So I was like, "Okay." Then Danny goes and goes, "Dude, I'll give you ten dollars if you French kiss her." What would you stick, uh, my, stick your tongue in my mouth or some... What? No, 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 no. $10. You're making it sound like it was like really... Uh, it, okay, Dan, we had Awkward. a little side bet, yeah. don't we? Yeah, like, which was... It wasn't very As to whether or not, you know, like, you know, you're kissing on the show, or boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. You would use tongue, right, Rosie? Like, I mean, you would use... You, it I depends mean, what kind of an actor you are, I absolutely, guess. Absolutely, right? Yeah. yeah. He's a character actor. He's just in his role, oh, you know? Oh, my boy. God. It doesn't help it's that awkward. Mila described herself as a 14-year-old little girl. Yeah, it's awkward. It's like a story you could almost tell. I don't know if there are a couple in this video, but it's almost a story you could tell with your friends and get a laugh out of it. And then you can see how uncomfortable Ashton Kutcher is as it's going on live TV. He's trying to like backpedal. No, no, it wasn't bad. Well, it's, 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 Danny Masterson, you know, there's your character witness right there. Yeah. What what is he doing? He's saying I'll give you ten bucks if you slip that fourteen year old the tongue. Yeah, yeah. And by the not way, not a good look. You're making good money on TV too. Ten bucks is nothing. <laughs> the heck? Oh, man, what a mess. It'll be interesting to see the PR backpedal that Ashton and Mila do over the next couple weeks. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We've got one of our regular callers here to the show, Dave in the Man Cave, calling from Hamilton. Hey, Dave. How you doing, Taz? Good. Jim? Yeah, buddy. Good morning. Uh, you were at Supercrawl in Hamilton. For our listeners outside of Hamilton, tell them what that's all about. What's Supercrawl? Oh, it was kicking chicken. Lots of bands, lots of good food, um, lots of people. Uh, it was just a great weekend. It, it, uh, one of the better Supercrawls that they've uh, vented so far. Yeah, it's just a big party in the streets. Yeah. Jumping from bar exactly. to bar. It, it's a great time if you ever want to go to a good party. Go to Supercrawl in the Hammer. And uh, what was the highlight for you of Supercrawl? Honestly, my wife took me to 7-Eleven, had a, a, are they Slurpees? They, Slushies, sorry. You, no, they're I've Slurpees. Never be- You've never had no. a Slurpee before? <laughs> or slushy? No, I'm 58. I've never had one before. And it blew your mind, did it? Yeah, my wife's laughing at me. Did you put a little vodka, a little rum in it, or what? No, I don't drink. Good man. No. You don't drink, but you do smoke, because I think you called us last week, and you said you're doing That's your, why it tasted so good. Your own version of Super Crawl. What was it called? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm a puffer. <laughs> so what's your why Super sure? Crawl call, called? You're going to go from dis, uh, dispensary to dispensary in Hamilton, weren't you? No, I only go to one, but there's a canna crawl coming up on the 24th. Okay, I'm Jim. listening. Canna crawl. Yes. I, I sent uh, Jim uh, a thing. My wife actually <laughs> of course did, he did on Facebook. Okay. Uh-huh. I couldn't find your email address. I did address. see that, actually. Yes. So, Jim, you're invited to the uh, the cannabis version of Supercrawl. I love it. I'm supposed to run a 5K that day for charity, but that can wait. <laughs> Get your well, priorities yeah, straight, yeah. man. Shut up. I'll definitely meet you there and have a bone. Oh, that'd be fun, bud. What flavor Slurpee did you have, Dave in the Man Cave? Um, well, I like grapes, so I tried the grape, and wow, that's funky. <laughs> 
Glad you liked wow. it. Have an awesome day. You know, you're never too old to stop <laughs> learning, you know? It would be incredible. It's, I've been drinking Slurpees and Slushies since I was a kid. I can't imagine trying that for the first time as an adult. It would be, it's very refreshing. It would be a game changer. On a on hot a, day? On a hot day, yeah. there's nothing, nothing better. Welcome to the party, Dave. Slurpy <laughs> <laughs> party. You're going to be addicted now. Your life has just begun. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Story here about a, a guy who spent a lot of time in Las Vegas, Nevada. He's quite the showman. Donnie Osmond. And they called it puppy love. He and his sister, Marie. Mm-hmm. Big Vegas headliners. Hmm. And it's hard to imagine spending that much time in Las Vegas and not swearing ever. What? Donnie Osmond, in a recent interview... Claimed he has never cursed in his entire life. Really? He has never sworn once. That's on brand. Quote, I've never done it because I never heard my father curse. He was tough, but he never swore. He did admit, Donnie says, he still thinks the words sometimes. (laughs) God's God's not going to like that, Donnie. God can hear your thoughts. Obviously, I still think the words. There are certain people I would love to say certain words to at certain times, but I just think, be like your dad. Wow. He's like a real Ned Flanders. (laughs) But my dad doesn't really swear that much. I swear all the time. Okay. I did not take after my father, who who rarely cusses. I saw this Donnie Osmond story, and I got a little concerned. Because yesterday, my son uh, said to me, in front of my wife, of course, just because he knows how how to play the game. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He said, Daddy, I heard you say the F word three times in the basement. Uh Uh-oh. Were you watching football? I may have been watching football, may have been talking to somebody on the phone. I'm not sure. Grayson, at the bottom of the stairs... There's a little uh, area that we've created a reading nook for Grayson. So okay. sometimes I don't realize he's in there hmm. reading his dog man or Captain Underpants books. And I guess I was just conducting business as if the kids weren't around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Using some colorful language, telling some stories. <laughs> but he was hiding under there. I asked him, I said, oh, what F word? Uh, was it fart? Did I say fart? He's like, no. I'm like, well, that's the F word. That's the only F word I know, son. <laughs> yeah, or use. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Now, if you're if you're wondering why I was looking for all these ducks down here the other day, then uh, <laughs> maybe we can have a conversation. <laughs> I've never sworn in my life, says a 65 year old man, <laughs> Donny Osmond. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Florida man story uh, about a guy who <laughs> was apprehended by authorities for trying to ride a human sized hamster wheel. Across the Atlantic Ocean, Jim. Yes, he wanted to, like Jesus, walk across water <laughs> to a different continent. And uh, Did Jesus ever walk that far? Did he no, go? he just took a couple strolls like yeah. around near boats, fishing boats and stuff. He was more of a lake and a sea 
water walker. Yeah, correct? yeah. I don't Maybe know. the Dead or Red Sea. I forget where he was I don't at know back if there's in the many day. many stories about Jesus walking on the ocean, but I could be wrong. Well, there's no difference. Water's water. Well, salt water versus <laughs> fresh. A more buoyant. I don't Some know. Some of those seas have, have a lot of salt. In I it. don't know how that affects your your water walking abilities when you're the son of God. But, but this guy is dedicated. This guy is not the son of God. No, no. He, but he, gosh darn it, is very dedicated because this is the third time he's been busted trying the same <laughs> thing, and I and I have to kind of describe what he was walking across the ocean with. Like it's been described as like a hamster wheel, but it's kind of more like cylindrical, and it seems like it's all welded together. Like a bunch of bars welded together to almost looks like a spool and at the end of the cylinders it's a little bit wider as the sp- at the end of the spool and those are filled with orange yoga balls and other flotation devices to keep it above water yeah. so essentially he's running on the hamster wheel and the b- the buoyancy devices on the ends are keeping him afloat as he's running along the water so i don't I, imagine you could get much no, speed going no or or any and you travel any distance because the waves are constantly pushing you back. You couldn't fight against the current. And you can't steer, you know? So, and, and he's done this, like, he's had a few different devices that he's tried this on. He keeps rebuilding them. This is the third time he's tried. He gets busted every time. He doesn't make it very far. And this time, when the <laughs> Coast Guard dream, rolled though. up, <laughs> when the Coast Guard rolled up on him, he's like, I have a bomb on here. I'm going to blow myself up. Oh, but he was boy. just bluffing. Yeah, and he had a, pulled a knife apparently as well. So he's been uh, arrested. And yeah, 2014, 2015, 2016, and now 2021. Oh, fourth time. Yeah, he's. Wow. This, so he's done it three times previous. Yeah, yeah, and this is the fourth this attempt. This is the fourth attempt. He's just, I think he's barking up the wrong tree because this could be a great, like the device itself. I would sell it to people in tsunami areas, flooded areas, because it does look like you could get, if you don't know how much rain's a coming or something, you could hop in it and you'd be fine. <laughs> I guess a boat would still be better than that. Yeah. But I mean, a tsunami where it's a giant wave and you don't know, like your boat could be toppled and you could probably survive it. You in this could thing. sell a version of this uh, at Costco to people who are going up to the cottage for the weekend. Get the kids in there, tire them out. Something to play around on. Yeah, yeah. But probably never going to be something you want to walk across the entire ocean in. Yeah, or even down a river. You know, like it's not aerodynamic <laughs> yeah. at all. Uh, Niagara Falls? Bad Maybe. Idea. He might survive it, though. <laughs> Devin Peacock is our sports guy. He's here. And are you ready, Bill's Mafia? <laughs> Bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up. Monday night football. Your, your Buffalo on, Bills versus the New York Jets. Obviously, Jim Kelly's a Bills fan. He has to be because his name's Jim Kelly. Mm-hmm. Peacock, you're a Bills guy too. Always have been, always will be. You feeling good? I am feeling good. You know, the Jets defense last year. Gave uh, the Bills a lot of uh, trouble. Uh, They held uh, Josh Allen to some of his lowest uh, performances of the year in terms of yardage and whatnot. Uh, One of the big uh, guys I'm huge on for the Bills this year is Dalton Kincaid, tight end. They drafted him. I think Dalton Kincaid is going to be one of the guys that's going to help them against the Jets defense. I need Josh Allen to have a big game for my fantasy football team. He's my quarterback. I have Aaron Rodgers as my backup. Well, you'd be starting Mm. Josh Allen, though, Yes, I would. 
Okay. Um, and this is a very important game for Devin Peacock as well. You know, all season long, he is doing football picks, competing against my four-year-old daughter, Amelia. <laughs> and right now, Amelia is in the lead. Of course. Uh, here is her pick for tonight's Monday Nighter. The Buffalo Bills or the New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers? Um. Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers? You think the Jets are going to win? Yeah. Jets beat Buffalo. Okay, say goodbye to everybody. Bye-bye. I will get you picked. <laughs> she could get you. She could get If me. the Jets win, she wins the week. You can only tie with a Buffalo Bills victory. First week's just a, a preseason, right? We're just feeling, just, things so, out. feeling each other out. You know, we don't really? have because if you were up, you'd be bragging like you're uh, <laughs> Nostradamus over here. That, Amelia, <laughs> four-year-old girl. Uh, so uh, there was a game last night. You probably don't want to acknowledge that fact if you're a fan of the New York Giants. What the heck happened? How they they had a good team. They're a good kind of upper middle of the pack team last year. Seemed to be on the upswing, but they lost forty nothing to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, well, Taz, uh, have you heard the term? Uh, they pooped the bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the explanation. That's the That's explanation. <laughs> I mean, Daniel Jones just he's in his fifth year. He just signed a huge contract extension. They had all the momentum in terms of uh, players wanting to be there. New head coach. Everything went right for the Giants last year. Cowboys, though, I mean, Micah Parsons might be like the best defensive player in the NFL right now. Uh, the, the defense, obviously, with a score like 40 to nothing, was <laughs> flying around, but the Giants just looked terrible. I mean, the, the, the good news for the Giants, if there is a good thing in terms of losing 40 to nothing, is like Joe Burrow and the Bengals looked even worse. Like, because Cleveland yeah. demolished Cleveland the killed them. Cleveland killed them. And so you don't want to take anything away from Cleveland, but the Bengals did have a kind of a bad training camp and preseason. Joe Burrow was injured for a lot of it, didn't get a whole lot of time. They struggled with consistency last season as well, the Bengals, they for did. a their, team of their caliber. Their offensive line was was bad at the start of last season. They turned it around. But if I'm the Giants, I mean, if in New York it's not going to help you because, well, maybe the fact that you got the Jets tonight uh, takes some of the attention off of the Giants. But Joe Burrow is one of the guys, he's the highest paid player in the NFL right now. He really, you know, pooped the bed uh, yesterday as well. Everyone <laughs> Just, like you how you know. said pooped. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of bed pooping going yeah. on in week one in the NFL. Well, hopefully, guys, your Buffalo Bills uh, have clean sheets tomorrow morning. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I wanted to know what it was like, Jim. What? I've been a little jealous of you for the past week and a half. All the attention you've been getting after your freak accident in your backyard. You almost cut your hand off oh. on that on metal fence. Sure, yeah. How many stitches emerged? did you get? Six big ones, they told me. It's, well, yeah, it's, a, it's a three three inch gash there on the back of my hand. It's healing nice, but you've got a cool looking scar now. Mm-hmm. Looks like the corners of the Joker's mouth. So I decided to uh, try and injure myself the other day. Oh, it was frightening. What? What happened? My vacuum cleaner. <laughs> 
wait a second. Is this even appropriate for the radio? So I swear, doctor, I tripped and fell on the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I was also doing laundry at the time, so I was naked. And the plunger was just sitting on the floor. I don't know how that got... <laughs> One in a million shot, doc. No, this is a legit uh, vacuum okay. cleaner injury. So <laughs> we had the cleaning lady over. She was. She came in. She's like, "Hey, something's wrong with the vacuum cleaner. Can you take a look at it?" Is so, this the house vac? Like the uh, it, we have central vac. Central so it's vac plugged into the wall. Yeah, yeah, okay. But it's the attachment. You know, the the carpet sure. cleaning one with the big spinny thing yep. on it. So we flipped it over. I'm looking at it. Bunch of string in there. String in my wife's long hair has the got worst. the thing. It's all wrapped around it, so it's clogged it up. So I get a pair of scissors. And I have my finger kind of in there, and I cut the string out. Well, the thing fires back up, sucks my finger, and slams it inside. Like you know what I mean? Like it, the yeah, spinning it, yeah, thing. Yeah. The spinning thing sucked it. Where that thing moves sure. fast. It's like a it's like a factory injury when you get yeah. Yes, it got thing. sucked into the vacuum cleaner, and basically. It looks like a cut there on my finger. That's not a cut. That's my finger burst open from the pressure. Oh, yeah, because it was pinched. Blood everywhere, just creating more work for the cleaning lady. Okay. Can I take a picture of your cut and my <laughs> cut and put them side by side and see who was more traumatized? No, no. I, yours is worse for sure. But for a split second, it hurt so much. I was worried to look down. I thought maybe yeah. the tip of my finger got ripped off by the vacuum Dang. cleaner. God, I hate to be that guy, Taz, but you know you always got to unplug the machines you're working on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. Yeah, jeez. But you, it's also like a vacuum. You say, how much damage could it possibly do? Mm-hmm. But, you know, you always got to unplug it because you never know. Well, also a cautionary tale for anybody who may have an appendage around a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers, toes, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, any cylindrical object. Those vacuum cleaners are more powerful than you may think. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Well, a uh, lesson was learned over the weekend. You don't mess with Martin Short. <laughs> a publication, which I don't want to publicize in any way, uh, put out an essay about how Martin Short isn't funny. An essay. An essay. It, really, it really was, but it was like the most bitterly written thing, and it's like... Why is everybody finding Martin Short so funny for so many years? I find him to be a an annoying tryhard. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like I could, I could maybe potentially see because he is kind of like erratic and kind of crazy, you know, high energy, high, for very sure. high energy. But he cracks me up all the time. He's like old school showbiz, you know. Yeah, he knows he's always on. He knows how to turn it on, but he's not always on. He's on when you see him on yeah, television yeah, yeah. shows and in movies. Yeah. But I'm sure if you're up in Muskoka and you bump into him as he's, uh, you know, heading to the general store from his cottage. He's not, hey, yeah. I must say. He's not in Jiminy Glick form. <laughs> right. But well, he, tell he, me about this. <laughs> Even on stage with the live show they do, uh, Steve Martin and him together, he is a more subdued version of himself and just as funny as ever. Uh, he's one of the funniest guys of all time. And celebrities, uh, among, well, the general population started clapping back on social media at this article and the celebrities got involved too ben stiller said martin short is a comedic genius end of story mark hamill 
posted photos of different roles that Martin Short had played. Hard to believe people are actually debating whether or not Martin Short is funny. Newsflash, he is hilarious. John Cusack said, I don't know what people are on about Martin Short, but his Mr. Rogers boxing match is my favorite. Uh, what's that from? Is that yes, SCTV? SCTV? Yeah. Oh, man. There's, uh, you could go down a real uh, Martin Short YouTube wormhole today and have some great laughs. He's just such a great... Uh, act like he has such great characters. Yeah, like, he can be. He can like lose himself. I, I love speaking of SCTV. That classic like half wits thing. It's like the Jeopardy thing. Hilarious. And he plays that weird looking. <laughs> what <laughs> about what about the synchronized swimming skit from Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. with Christopher Guest? One of the funniest produced pieces of comedy yeah. in human history. Yeah, Martin Short is hilarious. And it, it, we're obviously a little biased because he's from the area. And he's one of our buds. He's one of our best friends. Steve Martin and Martin Short, as we keep bringing up, have been on the Taz and Jim show. Uh, and, you know, you just don't, you, you, you can't say something like that about someone from Hamilton and us not get our mm-hmm. backs up. Here's Martin Short talking about his hometown. Oh, I loved Hamilton. I, I loved growing up in Hamilton. I, I, I had a great, I grew up in Westdale, right near the university, and in a, uh, a Hamilton swung. I thought it was the, it, we, we were not Toronto, and we liked that. We, called, we used to call Toronto Hogtown. We were very competitive because <laughs> of the Tiger Cats. Yeah. Do you know what they call Hamilton now? They call it the Hammer. Have you heard that one before? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What does that mean? I don't know. It's just a, it's a, it's a, it's based on Hamilton Hammer. Yeah. I don't know. I have been to Hamilton, by the way. I've been to Hamilton. What did you think, Steve Martin? I really liked it. Couple, couple great guys. They they really liked it. (laughs) Hamilton approved. The Hammer. Marty's from the Hammer and you don't mess with the Hammer. I like how you said, where does that come from? And you said, I don't know. Like, clearly it's from the name. I knew knew it's, I know where the Hammer comes from. It's a derivative of Hamilton. But I'm not the one who created that nickname, so I don't know if there's a... Another story. It could be related to the steel workers or something. Yes. Yeah, who knows? It yeah, probably yeah. is. The steel workers. If you are or you're related to the person who came up with the phrase <laughs> the hammer, give us the history. We'll share it with Martin Short next Why time we're talking Toronto about T-Dot? Where does that come from? The Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, you and I are gonna be having dinner with a WWE legend. Mm-hmm. Jake. The Snake Roberts. <laughs> I mean, he's one of the biggest names of all time in wrestling. A true icon. He's been yeah. through a lot. Uh, he's had a heck of a career. And he's back doing the circuits. He's feeling healthy and he's telling stories. So yeah. it's awesome. We could be bringing you with us as well. This is cool. Uh, Jake the Snake said, uh, guys, I heard what Jim Kelly's doing. He's getting in the ring mm-hmm. and, and doing a boxing match in November. Fight to end homelessness. What can I do to help? We said, Jake the Snake, do you mind if we auction off a couple seats at the table when we have dinner with you on Saturday? He said, absolutely. Taz and Jim, anything for you two. Mm -hmm. Just need a chair for my snake. (laughs) Is he going to keep that thing in the satchel all night? I think think it's retired. (laughs) Yeah, the snake... uh, 
I, I and I'm excited to talk to Jake about this. I heard he hates snakes. I've heard that too. It's I don't like know Batman. if it's true. You know what I mean? You overcome your fear by becoming it. Uh, if you want to place a bid, we've got an online auction going on right now. Highest bidder is going to come to dinner with Taz and Jim mm-hmm. and Jake the Snake Roberts, WWE legend. You can find all the details. We'll post them on the Taz and Jim Facebook page, on our Instagram account as well. Drive that bidding up. It's going to a great cause. Fight to end homelessness in Jim Kelly's corner as he gets ready to get in the ring. Maybe that could be your shtick now if he has retired the snake. You could be Jim the Snake Kelly. Maybe. It would be an honor. It doesn't rhyme. I hope that's okay. Yeah. Because like everybody who's named Jake now, everybody calls him Snake or Jake the Snake. I know we do with a couple buddies. Jim the... Well, here's another wrestling. Slim Jim. Snap into a Slim Jim Kelly. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah, Macho Man loves his Slim Jims. But speaking of rhyming... It's a steak with Jake the Snake at Chop Steakhouse, right? So do you want a steak with Jake the Snake? I think you do.